Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Love Life Connection podcast, and we are on episode 155. I was also just taking a peek in the statistics behind my podcast because I wanted to share with you some of the most downloaded and popular episodes so that if you're new here or haven't listened to all the episodes yet, then you have a place to start and you can get started with some of the most popular episodes. I always find those are good places to start when listening to any new podcast. And so I'm going to share that in a second. But I also just realized that we are ticking up to get closer and closer towards 200,000 downloads of this podcast, which is just mind-blowing to me. And I just can't thank you all enough for tuning in and listening every week. I know there's tons of podcasts out there on all topics, but there's a ton of podcasts out there on relationships and dating. And that you're listening here, that you're tuning in means the world to me. And I know you're not doing it just for, you know, to make me feel good or for a favor. So I just really appreciate you tuning in. In and I just so love the community that we've built here. So if you haven't reached out to me in any way, make sure you do that. You can hit reply to any of the emails that you get from me. You can also come find me on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant. Send me a DM, comment on my photos. I'm super active. I just really want to get to know you and get to know who's listening to this podcast. So because we're getting a lot of new listeners in this week because of the Date Yourself Challenge, welcome new listeners. 
listeners and welcome new challengers. I thought it'd be fun to share a old podcast episode with you. And if you've listened to all my podcast episodes before, don't turn me off because I think it's nice and helpful to listen to something more than once because listening to something once, especially as you're probably doing things while you're listening to this episode, you know, you're not going to pick up everything. You're not going to remember everything. So use it as a refresher. And if you haven't listened to a lot of my older podcasts, then you're welcome. This is a older podcast you can listen to now on your your feed. And I picked this podcast episode for a reason. And this is I brought Marty onto the show almost a year ago. And she is well, kind of coming back, but it's really just a rerun again. It wasn't a new coaching episode or anything. But she is struggling with how to know if somebody is right for her, if she should keep dating him or if she should move on and let some space into her life for someone else to come in. Now, this is such a common question. It's something that I've grappled with so many times in my relationship and and dating history. And it's really quite normal. And really what the question is, is that it's a question between head and heart, right? Like your head can tell you, yes, you should definitely stay or no, you should definitely go. go, And you can probably be back and forth probably 24 times in a 24 hour period, because that's what thinking does. That's what the mind does. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to be thinking. But you also have to bring in your intuition, because your intuition isn't going to sway back and forth like that. And it's generally going to lead you towards your truth. So after the episode today, after well, after I bring Marty on, I'm going to come on and do a little segment. And I'm going to share with you my empty the vessel technique. So if you don't know what that is, or never done that before, make sure you stay on after I coach Marty, because I'm going to share with you that technique. It's something I do with my clients all the time. And I can't recommend it enough to help you come to an answer that feels good for you. Now, before we get there, I've got two things. So one, if you haven't signed up for the Date Yourself Challenge, make sure you do that. Go to veronicagrant.com forward slash Date Yourself Challenge. I'm only running this challenge once this year, so I won't be running it again until February 2020, which is kind of weird to say, but it will not be coming back for a year. So make sure you sign up. It's free. Women love it. I have women who have done the challenge Gosh, probably almost every single time I've ever run the challenge, which I've been doing it a few times a year since 2015, but now I'm tailing it down to just once a year. So make sure you join us. Don't miss out on the fun, but then also just an opportunity to really dig deep and see what your blocks are in love. So again, to join us, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. Now, since I know there's a lot of new listeners here this week because of the date yourself challenge, I want to share with you some episodes to help you get started. I know that when you're listening to a new podcast and there's like over a hundred episodes, it can feel a little overwhelming. It's like, oh, do I go back to the beginning? That feels like it'll take forever. Is there somewhere where the podcasts start getting really good? Is that where I should start listening? And so I just wanted to share some of my favorite series that I've done on the podcast, as well as some of the most downloaded episodes, because of course, I can have my favorites. But at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. So let's get started. So the first thing is, if you're newer to me and newer to my work, then I definitely recommend you listen to episodes 81 through 86. I did a six part series on how I found love 
love and eventually met my husband, but I started the story in sixth grade. So it's pretty long. It's pretty epic. There are a lot of ups and downs, a lot of lessons I learned along the way, and a lot of lessons I learned, honestly, compiling my dating history together and putting that together for you. And I share it all from episodes 81 to 86. The next common or my next favorite series that I did is Why You're Attracting Emotionally Unavailable Men. It's a four part series. It starts in episode 68 and it goes until episode 71. So if you're frustrated with who you're attracting, I can't recommend listening to these episodes enough. And then the top three podcast downloads that I have on my on my podcast are episode 94, which is the people pleaser narcissist trap. So if you're listening to this, and you are, you know, you're have some people pleasing tendencies, or you know that you're attracting men with narcissist tendencies. And I say narcissist tendencies, because you know, the term narcissist is actually a diagnosable term in the DCM. And I'm not in the business of diagnosing and neither should you and I think a lot of time unless you are literally in the business. Uh, But I think a lot of times that label and that term is thrown around and it kind of takes the meaning and the weight out of it if we throw it around. So I just like to say people pleasing tendencies because you're not a people pleaser, you're just someone with maybe those tendencies and someone with narcissistic tendencies. Perhaps they are narcissists by the DCM, but perhaps they just have some tendencies because of some self-love and inner child issues. So if you want to learn more about that trap and why they're a match made in heaven, even though it's not probably the match you want, make sure you listen to episode 94. And then in episode 111, this is one of my favorite episodes, and it's also one of the most downloaded episodes. It's the three kinds of relationships you're confusing with love. So I've talked to a lot, a lot of women here in this community about, you know, some relationship that they are in and how it was true love. And I don't know why he just wanted, you know, he couldn't be with me. He just loved me too much. He couldn't hurt me like blah, 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 blah. And Like, it's easy when you're hearing that from another source, like, oh, man, lady, just, you know, open your eyes or get a grip, right? But it's obviously a lot harder to do that when you're actually in the situation. And so I want to take you through these three kinds of relationships that feel like love that sound like, well, to some might sound like love, but really, there's something else. And there's something else going on that makes you attached to them and think that it's love, but it's not actually love. So if you feel like you've been duped before, or you've been in relationships where he turned to just a big 180, or you're just kind of putting this old relationship on a pedestal and comparing everything to it, and you want to track that person back or a relationship just like it, then make sure you listen to episode 111. And then the final episode, and this is one of the most downloaded episodes, is dealing with rejection, the pullback, and texting with Hillary. So around episode, you know, one in the teens, like 116, 117 or so, I started inviting women onto the podcast to be coached personally by me and then sharing that episode with you all because there's so much healing and growth that can come from just listening to other women being coached. And so Hillary is one of the women who came onto the show and she was struggling with that dance of the texting and is he pulling back? Is it me or is it really or like, am I, am I just like hitting myself? Or is it really happening? So we talk about that in episode 122. It's a really good one. And if you struggle with texting and hate texting and the pullback and all that kind of stuff, then make sure you listen to that episode. All right, my dears, without further ado, let's get to my coaching conversation with Marty about whether or not this person could be the right person or if you should go. <laughs> to 
the show and I've got Marty with me. Welcome, Marty. Welcome to the show. And what's your question? How can I help you? Hi, thank you. I am just wanting some direction on dating. I've been single, divorced for three years. Mm-hmm. And um, this challenge and Love Action Tribe has helped me kind of start to find direction of what I want yeah. and not waste any more time. And so I am currently sort of kind of seeing someone that I dated for nine months, like a year ago. Um, and I'm going back and forth and I, I just need some help in finding direction on if I'm doing the right thing with this guy or with the dating in general or honestly with dating in general. Okay. Okay. Um, where do you find yourself getting stuck? Like, what is it? What is it looking like? Does it look like you're not dating at all or you're like dating a bazillion people and you have no idea where Yeah, more like dating a bazillion people. And um, in the past, I was finding myself looking for validation or approval from them. And Mm -hmm. so I'm learning that that's not what I'm looking for. Um, But still find myself tending to settle. Um, And if I'm just completely honest, it's fear of being alone. Okay. Okay. So then you're keeping all of these people, these guys in your world so that you don't feel alone. Yes. So it's almost like it's, it almost sounds like a scarcity thing. Like there's not enough people. And like, I have to keep all these people in case like, you know, if eight of them fail, at least I have (laughs) two other guys. Yes. And then, but realizing that I'm probably stopping find myself from finding the one because I'm distracting myself with all this other stuff. It's a distraction, but you're also not really allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Oh yeah. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I've talked about it in the love action tribe yet, but I definitely mentioned it with love incubator. Um, The difference between when it comes to boundaries, having your castle and your castle walls versus a temple, right? Like you have castle walls, you've got like a big moat and you've got like Mm -hmm. the walls and it's really hard to penetrate through, but it's like you're in your tower and you're like, well, the right guy will penetrate through. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But that's just like, literally it's a fairy tale. It's a castle. Right. Um, Right. And, and the goal is to get more to a place of like where you're really honoring and and owning your temple. So think of like a temple that you would see in like, Southeast Asia, for example, where like the walls are all open and there's mm-hmm. beautiful gardens and it's just like this really beautiful place to be and anyone can come in, except sometimes people are being loud and then you have to kick them out. <laughs> right? Or yeah. you get weeds in the garden, you have to weed the garden. Yes. And so it's that's that's your process or that's the the goal. So I feel like I'm having a hard time finding a balance between settling or being too picky like it's one extreme or the other and I'm still learning to trust myself to know what is what okay so I think I recall you asking this question with this guy in the Facebook group a couple of days that was yeah. you right is that you yes yes okay, okay. sorry I didn't hear um let's use that as an example because here's the thing like um sometimes having a really concrete 
like real world example helps us to pop the hood. Like it's just like a good entry point. So tell me a little bit about what's going on with this guy. Okay. So I, we dated short story or I will try to make it short. We dated um, for nine months about a year ago. So I was still fresher out of my 23 year marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't like, we didn't really fight. It wasn't, it was kind of a, you know, just going our own way. He lives four hours away. Mm -hmm. Um, he's 14 years older than me. Um, and then we kind of came back together through, he had some deaths in the family and we started talking again. And I felt like before he's very distracted all over the place person. Like, I think I know that he truly cares for me and he's a good guy, but he goes a mile a minute and that's not, I do know that's not what I want. This time around, I thought that had changed. Um, and so he was this past weekend in for two, like two or three days. And the first day was like the new him, the vulnerable, the open, the slowing down, the attentive. And then the next two days was the all over the place, crazy. And so I'm trying to decide, okay, I've already done this once with him. How much time do I put into this again? Or am I just settling again because I don't want to be alone? Mm-hmm. Well, have you had a conversation with him? Um, bits and pieces, but not since it didn't go well because um, I was trying to process things in my mind to know what I'm even asking for before I brought it all up. Okay. So that's, that's smart. And actually that's something that I teach before you have a conversation. It's super important to know specifically what you want, what you don't want and what's not working. Yeah. So you can be very clear on asking for what you need. So I think that's smart and that's something that we can, we can do today. Um, but here's the thing that I'm, at least with this specific situation, um, I'm not sure that you have all the information that you need in order to make a decision about this person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, a lot of times there's, issues with like not trusting yourself and self-trust and like that's always mm-hmm. a thing we can always probably yeah. use a dose of self-trust right yes. often, um, self-trust um but at least with this i mean you're trying to make a decision and you just you haven't yeah you just haven't had a conversation that's just what it is with this right. situation at least yeah and, and i mean i i've i'm sorry go ahead well and i'm saying well i know there might be a part of you that might be scared to have a conversation because usually after a conversation something will or won't happen right like either the relationship will go the way you want it to go yes (laughs) yeah and that's scary yeah okay but what's scarier um just spending the rest of your life with guys that you're just not really sure about and staying in all the time no, I'm determined not to do that because I did that for 23 years and I'm determined not to do that again. Okay. So can we agree that this is short-term pain for long-term gain? Yes, and I can do that. <laughs> okay. okay. And can you trust that you're not going to be alone unless you choose to be? Yes, I like that. I haven't thought about it like that. Okay. Okay. And are you open to having a conversation? With this man. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So let's, do you want to start here and talk about what you, how you bring that conversation up or do you want to go? I would love that. No, I would love that. Okay. Okay. 
So what do you need from him? What do you want? Um, I want to be a priority. Okay. And what does that look like to be a priority? Um, to be a priority over his job. (laughs) Um, which I know there's a balance. I'm not asking him to quit his job, but, um, when he is here to be fully present, so let's um, be really specific. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean that it means like you're spending some weeknights together? Like, you know, if he's one that doesn't want to hang out during the week or doesn't text you or call during the week, like, what does it look like to be a priority? Um, in this specific situation, he gets days off and he gets vacation days, and he has been alone so long, like probably 15, 20 years, that that's all he knows is to take all those extra days. And so I'm saying if we're going to have a try at this for the next two years with him living four hours away, I at least need those days. And, and us, you know, him staying at the house and, and doing life together as much as we can in that, those short times. Okay, that's perfect. So you don't have to write it down now, but when this airs, you'll be able to listen back to it. Yes. Um, and write down exactly what you just said or you'll, you'll write after um, we record. But yeah. you want to basically have him take his days off and spend them with you. Yes. Plans together. And it doesn't have to be big, grandiose plans. You just do life. Like you go to dinner, right. you go to a movie, yes. um, go shopping, like just do things everyday people do. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, what else do you need from him? Um, can, I, can I tell you my nervousness before I say exactly what more I need from him? Sure. My nervousness is that he will be retiring and moving back here in two years. Okay. And right now, he's wanting to talk about moving in and, and being, you know, this long-term commitment. And my thing is, if I can't even figure out how we are together in real life now, I don't want to commit and then you move here and then it's not what I want. That seems reasonable. So that is, and, and I have told him that much this time around. He wanted to start talking about what we are and all this. And I said, I can't do a long-term commitment right now when I don't even see you, but like two days out of six weeks. Um, and I told him my fear of then, then that's two more years of my life that I've sit and waited on a guy. And I've done that already. I think that seems totally fair. I mean, two years is a long, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long and it flies by. However, when you're sitting on the front end of two years, you know, I just actually had another conversation with someone about this. You don't have, again, like, and we just talked about this too. You don't have the information that you need to know in order to be able to make that commitment or not. Right. You're not going to make that commitment, but right now you're not getting what you need in order to know if this relationship is viable and if the feelings are really there and it's not just a matter of convenience that he's just going to move, you know, in with you once he retires and leaves his other town that he lives in. 
Right. And so my other option would be I could just date him and date other people and do that for the next two years. But I don't know if that's keeping me stuck. Well, I would get this whole two-year thing out of your head. Okay. Um, because it's just, no matter what, it's just putting a really strong attachment to a particular outcome. Okay. And how, how long, remind me, I know you've dated nine months previously, and how long has it been this time around? We've been talking and seeing each other for four months, but realize I've probably only seen him, you know, a total of maybe 10 days. Okay. So it's, it hasn't really been that much. No. Right. So you're just, I mean, like it almost seems like talking about the two year thing from now when he retires. I mean, that seems to me like putting the cart before the horse. It is, but it's also kind of just keeping me stuck because I don't know what to do. Do I just cut my losses and move on? But then am I letting go of something that can potentially be what I want? Well, I don't think those are, I think that's like, a false choice. Like, I don't think those are okay. options. Okay. Um, but my recommendation is to forget the two year thing right now. Okay. Because it doesn't matter because you don't need to know whether or not right now you want him to move in. Like you just, right. it's not information that you need to know right now. Okay. And you can just making a decision is, or part of making a decision can be saying like, yeah, I don't have to decide that right now. Like that's a decision. Right. Like, cause you don't have the information that you need. You've been dating for four months, but it's only really been like, you've seen him 10 days. So it's like, right. you know, I'm sure there's like a, how I met your mother rule about this or something, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty new relationship. Yes. Um, you know, despite the time it's, it, it's, you know, the relationship is certainly going to grow much faster when you're, when you're in person. And yeah. so, um, I, I think it's important to sit down and have an actual conversation with him and like have this like planned. So you're not jumping on him like, or bringing this up at a bad time. You know, I like yeah. to pumpkin hours, you know, when he's tired or watching the game or just like stressed from work, like, you know, the next, you know, the next time you're going to see him. Um, actually, yeah, it's, we have a trip planned to Vegas in May. And I think that's kind of, kind of a little bit of a pressure point too. excited. It'll be fun, Mm -hmm. but I feel like he's kind of wanting, a a answer out of me probably around that time. An answer about the two year thing? No, just about, well, about us, me actually committing to dating him. Okay. Well, let's even like back up even more to the basics and come back to Vegas in a second. Okay. Um, what are your feelings for him? Do you want to keep getting to know him? Yeah, I deeply care for this guy. Um, like I said, we, we had the attachment before the, the nine months together. And um, I know his family. I know him. I I have moments where I get excited. Like, I think we could totally do this. Um, and then I get really nervous. (laughs) And what is it that you get nervous about? I know you're nervous about being alone, but when it comes to this thought process, well, and that's the funny thing is I'm, I'm nervous about both. I don't want to be alone, but I also get really nervous. And that's, 
why I said that on our Facebook group the other day about learning to trust yourself, because I think more than me not trusting men is because of my 23 year toxic relationship I stayed in, I get nervous. Like Mm -hmm. then I'm going to do that all over again. Okay. 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 Well, that's a whole other can of worms that (laughs) we will work on in the Facebook group because that's about forgiveness and letting go of the past. And we did a lot of that in in March. Um, So it might be worth it to go back through some of those challenges and um, release anything with your ex-husband or even if it's just like things your parents said or that you learned from Hollywood or the media about relationships or, you know, the roles of men and women or whatever it is. So that's a whole other can of worms that we're not even going to touch. Okay. Okay. But I just want you to know that it's there. (laughs) And um, part of what's, I think, keeping you stuck is is, um, definitely that fear from the past. And Mm -hmm. it's totally a choice as to whether or not you're going to replay that. Like that's, that's like the scary part and also the beauty, right? Like the scary part is like, oh shit, I hope I don't screw up. Um, But the beauty part is like, oh yeah, like I get to choose each moment that I'm in. Mm, yeah. And it's profoundly empowering, especially when you come from a history of just waiting for men and waiting for them to choose mm-hmm. the moment that you're in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, not to get off track, but I was, I'm also think, I think I said this in the Facebook group that I'm going through withdrawals of the whole perfect man list <laughs> because I just, I literally deleted it. But he, that was also my struggle with him because he doesn't necessarily fit into, you know, like, like the age, for instance, he's 14 years older than me. Um, like he doesn't check off a lot of that list and that also kept tripping me up with him. So again, I don't know exactly what was on your perfect man list. I don't know exactly who this guy is or what he's about, but the fact that he isn't who you thought you'd be with makes me like them even more. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to be open to. Well, so here's the thing what I want you to, and, and we're going to get more into this um, in this month in the Love Action Tribe um, with envisioning and creating our ideal relationship. But I do want to get back to the Vegas thing. I haven't forgot about that. Um, but I want you to focus more on how he makes you feel because you're not going to be able to build a lifelong, loving, happy partnership. Mm-hmm. because someone is within like a couple you know years of you or because they have a certain job or because right. they have a certain i don't know education level or because they mm-hmm. have similar interests right like yeah had, you know i had a client who was really into a certain sport and she really wanted this person i'm like you're not going to like what if like what if god forbid like you're, you become paralyzed you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's like you can't build your life around something that's external. It has to come from yeah. within. So, um, you know, focus on that. How does he make you feel? As long as he's making you feel good and he's making okay. you feel happy. Now, when it comes to that, what if like, I'm, I know that I, I'm trying to let go of perfection, right. And expecting someone to like check all that off and be perfect. And so what if this is new for him too, right? Because he hasn't had, he's been Mr. All by himself for forever. And I like, he has kind of two parts to him. Like he has the 
totally into me, adores me, all about me, would do anything for me. And then he has Mr. Distracted going a mile a minute. So part of it is, do I have the patience and the time to invest if he says I'm willing to change, I want, because I, I decided this time around, I'm not going into something wanting to change anything. So I'm going to have to accept him as he is. And there's kind of two parts to him. Support him in his growth. There's a difference between wanting to change someone and wanting to support them in their growth. So that would be part of the conversation is, do you see the problem here? And is this something you even want to change? Something that you want to grow. Want to grow. Yes. Yeah. Grow it. Let's, let's get back to the conversation because I think that okay. will answer this question. So okay. do you think it's important for you to have a conversation before you go to Vegas or are you comfortable having this conversation in Vegas with him? I'm comfortable having this conversation in Vegas. Perfect. Because I think that way it could be face to face. Perfect. I think that's, I think that's right. I mean, either way it's great, but I think that's perfect. Um, okay. So here's the way, and I will put this link in the show notes for everyone listening. I did a, I did a podcast episode, gosh, probably six or seven months ago about how to have this kind of conversation. And I, you can like print out a blueprint and everything, fill in the blanks and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we'll just, uh, we'll do like the cliff notes version um, okay. right now. So basically when it comes to having these kind of conversations, whether it's like this kind of conversation, the DTR, the Dan to find the relationship. I don't know if any, everyone knows like you know, all the lingo, mm-hmm. I don't know, the DTR. <laughs> um, <laughs> or even like having a conversation when you, you're feeling hurt, right? Or mm-hmm. someone did something wrong or whatever it is. It's really, really important to open the conversation with sharing how you're feeling. Rather than saying like, you're doing that, you're not doing this, blah, 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 blah. Because any person, even like an amazing saintly person is going to go on the defensive, like anyone. Right, right. And so what's more important, I think, is to focus more on like, this is how I'm feeling in our relationship right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and then say, but the thing is, I want to be feeling X, Y, Z in the relationship. And so I want to have a conversation on how we can close this gap. And I have some, you know, some, some needs that I would love to discuss in ways that you can support me to feel that way. And I'd be open to hearing, you know, what I can do to support you in growing and feeling how you want to feel in our relationship. Awesome. And then you just have a conversation. And that's the conversation is like, you know, and, and getting really, really specific and clear. So you want to have, he has these days off that he doesn't, that, that he doesn't use. So that's super concrete. The more specific and concrete, like just saying like, I want you to be more present or I want you to prioritize me. Like mm-hmm. those might be the big overarching ideas. That's great. But I want you, it's got to get more specific than that. Like it's literally things that if you could put in a calendar, that would be ideal. Yeah. Okay. Um, because then you have a very clear metric as to whether or not you really, you both do as to whether or not things are shifting, because otherwise, if you're saying like, I just want you to prioritize me more. Well, that's super subjective in like six months. You you could be having a fight about whether or not he's been prioritizing (laughs) you or not. (laughs) We're subjective as to what that means. Um, and so just writing a list, do you want him to spend his days off with you? 
um, <clears throat> do you want to have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a certain number of like, I mean, do you not, do you hear from him during the week, like Monday through Friday? And if not, what do you want that to look like? Do you want him to send good morning texts? Do you want? Yeah. Yeah. And he's pretty good about, about that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's fine. That's fine. So whatever it is that you, that you, that you're needing, just get really specific, really clear, literally something that could go in a calendar is ideal. And then, I mean, you're not that you're actually going to put in the calendar. Although of course, if he's coming in, put that in the calendar, not going to put good morning texts in the calendar, but like, um, like that's the kind of action that we're, that we're looking for. And, you know, my guess is that, look, I'm not a fortune teller and, but my guess is based on what you're telling me, I think he's going to be really open to this. And that's what, that's what I had gotten, um, you know, like from him and that first day was really good and there was family dynamics and we went to Easter family. So maybe some of that, he was exhausted, maybe some of that, you know, threw him off, but then I get to like, oh great, here we are to distracted, you know, checked out guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Here's another thing that really works. Um, so once you have this conversation, Mm -hmm. um, and it's very clear on what your needs are and what his needs are and what you need to do for each other in order to make the relationship work, um, Stevie and I do this. We have a, we have a code word, right? Mm. So when you're not feeling prioritized or you're not feeling like he's being very present, just so you don't have to open up this whole can of worms again and like have this whole conversation over Mm -hmm. and over again, you just say the code word. It can mm. be butterfly. Like it can be, um, I don't know, roast beef, like whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever the code word is. And then that brings you guys both back to the essence of the conversation that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And then you can, it's almost just kind of like a, re, not a reframe. It's a, um, uh, what's the word? It's just like, it just snaps you out of. Yeah. I was thinking a reset, almost like reset. a reset. Yeah, button. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. A reset. It's a, like, yeah. um, code words are amazing tools in relationships. Mm. <laughs> Um, and, and also in terms of the two year thing, you know, just, and I would also just be really frank and, and tell him, um, you know, I'm, I really want this relationship to work for the long haul. Tell him how you feel and how much you care about him. Um, and, you know, tell him that these are things that you need in order to, you know, make this decision about any long-term potential in the relationship because what my alarm has been is when he's gone for all these days and I think well maybe that's too much for me to ask this is what he's done for all these years what happens is I start to resent him and I'm not going to be in a relationship that I'm sitting here feeling like I can't date but I feel alone yeah well I feel like I'm back in my marriage (laughs) that's that's what I start to feel and for everyone listening Whenever you feel resentment, it's like red flags that you aren't protecting your own boundaries and your own needs. Mm, yes. Because you can't expect people to do things that you want them to do for you or respect your boundaries or your needs if you're not saying what they are or doing that for yourself. And then, of course, it builds resentment because people are treading on your territory, so to speak. Um, and you're like, dude, get out of my house or whatever. Like, I didn't right. let you in, but you left the door open or something like that. I don't know. Like, yeah. that's maybe not the best example. But um, but the point is, is that whenever there's resentment going on, mm-hmm. it's always your 
it's always important to look back at what you are or aren't doing in terms of protecting your own boundaries and your own needs. Well, and I had never really thought about it that way, but I guess that's what I was doing because I was like, "Mm, no, without having a conversation and expressing your needs. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That helps. Awesome. Awesome. So what are you you taking away from this conversation? What's your biggest insight? Um, to, to sit down and decide what I'm actually asking for in specifics and mm-hmm. be ready to have that conversation with him and also about the growth that, you know, that I see that he's trying to do and where he's wanting to go with that and how I can support that. Awesome. Uh, and then code word. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love that. And since you're in the Love Action Tribe, you know, if you want to you know continue this conversation and like brainstorm and like this is what I want how can I make this like super tangible or you know yeah. want to run us by your needs or whatever then of course um, you know use that resource because awesome you- I absolutely will I am loving the love action tribe <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I didn't even ask for that glowing testimonial but I appreciate it so much so thank you Aww. so much And yeah, I can't wait to see where this relationship goes for you. Hey, thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, Marty, for coming on to the show. And now your question has been able to help even more women as they struggle with, you know, should I stay? Should I go? You're definitely not the only one to ask yourself if you're listening and you're wondering, when am I crazy? Why can't I figure this out? You're definitely, definitely not alone. So if you want to hear more of a breakdown on why I coached Marty the way I did and the specific steps I had her take, make sure you listen to the original airing of this episode, which is episode 117. But I'm not going to repeat that today because you can listen to it there. And I also want to spend the outro sharing with you the emptying the vessel technique. This is one of my favorite, favorite things to do when I'm struggling to make a decision about really anything in my life. And it's something that I help my clients do when they're struggling to make a decision. And yes, you can use it to should I stay or should I go. But for any big, big kind of choice that you're really grappling with, this is a wonderful, wonderful technique to do. So I'm actually going to walk you through the process so that you know how to do it. So you can just pull this tool out of your toolbox whenever you need. So if you're walking or driving, you can definitely still do this. You just may not want to close your eyes, but you can definitely still get into the space that I think you need to be in in order to listen to your intuition. So if you are able to sit or close your eyes, then make sure you start doing that and just take a few deep breaths just to settle in. Again, if you're walking or driving, you can still take breaths. And in fact, slowing down your breath might help you be a little bit more alert and aware of what you're doing. And then take the next 10 to 20 breaths or so. And imagine your body is a vessel and you're just emptying it out. So you can just imagine just like liquid or just light or energy just oozing out of your body. So any thoughts, any feelings, any emotions, any beliefs, anything coming up, just imagine it leaving the body, emptying the vessel. 
And just take another five, ten breaths. Just keep emptying, emptying, emptying. And once you feel like you're pretty empty, you're going to ask yourself the question, should I stay? Should I go? Should I go on this date or not? Should I leave this job or not? And you want it to be mostly a, a yes or no or either or kind of question. Yes or no really works best, but you could definitely do like an e- either or. But it's not like a question like, why is this happening to me? You know, if you ask a question like, what should I do, then have like two choices in mind. And as you ask yourself this question, I want you to keep emptying the vessel. So keep emptying, keep emptying. And if you find yourself intellectualizing for an answer or going fishing for an answer, so to speak, then I want you to let it go and return to emptying, emptying, emptying and see just if something bubbles up. And that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for you to intellectualize the answer, think about the answer, try to come up with the right answer. A lot of times when I'm coaching with clients, they'll try to come up with the answer they think I want to hear or the answer that is aligned with like self-development speak. And that's not going to be helpful for you. And so when an answer bubbles up in this way, it usually comes in the form of a feeling and usually in the feeling in the body. So notice where you feel it, notice if it's a pleasant sensation or a not so nice sensation, like a tightening. That might be more in the no category where an openness is going to be more in the yes category. And just wait for an answer to bubble up. And if nothing bubbles up, well, first of all, if you're, if you already know the answer, maybe you just don't want to know where you're not. Um, you know, it's scary, it's scary to know the answer is, oh, you should leave and that feels scary, then this can feel a little scary. And you might notice yourself wanting to intellectualize and use your mind to come up with an answer that feels less scary. But just know that if you're ready to make an a decision, something will come up if you allow your intuition to really, really speak. Now, for some of you, you might notice that truly and really nothing is coming up. And if nothing's coming up, that's not necessarily a bad thing. What I will say is that perhaps you're forcing yourself to make a decision when you're not quite ready. Now, I've coached other women before where, you know, after two or three dates, they hardly know someone and they're really, really struggling. Oh, should I, you know, keep going out with him? I don't know. Like, I like him, but like, is he really what I want to marry or blah, blah, blah. And, and you really just may not be in a place to know. You may not have all the information that you need. You not, you might not have given yourself a chance to get to know him or him a chance to know you. And making a choice to not know or to not make a decision is making a decision. So just know that if you're really, truly not able to come to an answer, then perhaps you're really just not ready. And it's okay to be in a place of not knowing. And you'll revisit the question in a week month, six months, a year, whatever the situation might be. 
So I hope this technique helps. Let me know how it goes so you can come find me over on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant. Send me a DM or comment on any of my photos. Let me know. Or come over to the show notes page. It's at veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 155. It's the numbers 155. And let me know how this was for you. And I hope to see you all in the annual now date yourself challenge. So head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge to join us. It's 100% free. And we start on February 11th. And if you are, that's a Monday, I believe. And if you're listening to this episode a couple days after Monday, it's totally fine to join the date yourself challenge a bit late, but late is better than never. And then finally, if you love this podcast, if it's helped you in big or small ways, please come let me know about it over in the rating and review section. It really helps me to hear your feedback, but it also really helps to grow the show. So all you have to do is scroll down on your podcast player, click the number of stars you want to give. Of course, I hope it's five, but you know, obviously I'm biased here. And if you have another 30, 60 seconds, please leave a quick review. It really, really helps to grow the show and it's so wonderful to get feedback so I know what you all love so I can keep doing it so I can make the show even better for you. And if you don't listen on iTunes, you listen on Stitcher or Google Play, it still really helps to leave reviews there as well. So thank you, thank you, and I will see you all next week with a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection. And it's all about don't men have to do the work too. It's a good one. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.